So, I've been watching a show on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a new series. I don't know, but it's called High Score. I don't know if you've no. heard about this. Never mind. Nope. But it talks about, like, it goes from the 80s, like, 88 and up, like, the start of gaming and up, and it starts with, like, Atari, and then it goes to, like, Pac-Man, Nintendo, and it does all that. Uh, I just got to the part where they're talking about Sega mm. and when they released Sonic. It's really cool. Kind of like a docu-series, but really interesting. So it's they, a documentary. Uh, yeah, it's like a docu-series. I think it's got like six episodes, maybe more to it, but... What's that called? Cool? It's called High Score. Give me a moment. High Score. Yeah. I need to know if that is an American Netflix thing or both. If it's both, yeah, it's interesting because they uh, they talk about how like they started off with uh, talking about Space Invaders when it came out for Atari, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and how it started out just as an arcade game, and then they brought it to an Atari, and then when they brought it to the Atari, they held championships for it. So, and then they were talking about the winner of the championships and stuff like that. It was really interesting to watch. That's cool. I wonder if they're going to add, like, if they cover, um, so, like, you used to have, way back when, I'm going to show my age here, they used to have these, uh, the blockbuster tournaments, gaming tournaments. Yes. Yes. They mentioned those in there. That's cool. Yeah. At one part, there was a guy who... I think it was in the 90s. I think it was 1990, actually. And he was talking about how he went to San Francisco, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he played in an uh, NES tournament. And it was like... The games were Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and something else. Yeah, it was, it was pretty basic by then, but... You know who was 1993-1994 back-to-back blockbuster gaming champion, didn't you? Dr. Disrespect. Absolutely. He reminds people many, many times. Yes, he does. <laughs> Two <laughs> times <laughs> champion is his yeah. name, right? Back-to-back. <laughs> back-to-back. 1993-1994. Video game, blockbuster, world champion of the world. <laughs> I remember doing a stream with some young lad, and he's like, dude, what was you playing? Tetris. <laughs> what was he playing? Wasn't NBA Jam one of them? Oh, I can't remember, man. I think he a said it. A long time ago. I, think I remember watching him on TV. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Interesting, though. I feel like it's I'm an interesting show. Definitely everybody out there watching it and listening to this, y'all need to check it out. It's pretty good. I'm just be, uh, I just realized it is in UK. Is it? It was uh, awesome. added on the 19th of August. So I'm going to have to go check that out and add that to my watch list. Yeah, definitely watch it. It's pretty good. Well, anyway, welcome, guys. Welcome back to The Grit Show. Lloyd, you doing all right today? Not bad, man. Not bad. Tired. Wonder why. Someone had me up <laughs> to 3 a.m. playing Genjin. I don't know who that is. No, no idea. Sounds like a good guy, though. Anyway, I'm your host, Daniel Sun, and I'm joined by my co-host, DJ Lloyd. Today, we have some pretty cool topics today. Uh, Interesting ones. Some controversial ones, which I like. Absolutely. 
what do we got today, Louis? We have got, so first of all, uh, we kind of touched on last week, but we're uh, going to be talking about Genshin. Um, mm. We've been playing that a fair amount. If anyone watched the podcast last week, I was literally on my way down to download that as soon as we finished the podcast, and we've been playing that all, all week. week. <laughs> Funny uh, story, you should be adventure rank 32 right now. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, not impressed. Not happy. Inform the inform, inform the listeners what happened. <sighs> so when you've got friends that play abroad, you need to make sure that you uh, are in the right region because you are region locked. Yeah. So me being me in the UK. I go along, play level my character 16. Sweet, let's do co-op. Oh, no. Can't <laughs> find. Realised there's a region lock, so I had to go to my American account that I have on PlayStation, which I've set up previously for things like DC Universe. Yep. And then had to start all over again to get to 16 just to play with this man over here. Yeah. it's. Uh... So, yeah, I didn't realise it either. And I, I started thinking about that. I started thinking about that, too, because, you know, whenever you were first going through your character or whatever... I kept looking at my friends list, but I wouldn't see you on there. But whenever I was playing with my wife and her friend, they would show up even though I wasn't allowed to join them. Does that make sense? So I don't know why I didn't notice that at first. But Why didn't you inform me? I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. But Anyone who's wanting to play, say they're in Europe and want to play with American friends or vice versa, make sure you are playing in the right region. Yeah. Easy on PC, literally click of a button. Right. Um, PS4, not so much. PS4, not so much. Hold your account. Yes. And then start again. So that grind was real. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. the less we talk about, the better, because that pissed me off. <laughs> we got. It uh, even got to the point. It even got to the point where he gave me his information and I kind of helped him to get to 16 a little bit. So that way he didn't have to do all of it. <laughs> well, I have real world things to do with. I have a daughter. Oh, so, well, uh, yeah, you know. So, yeah, it wasn't going to be the quickest thing. But, yeah, very annoying. was not too happy about that. Okay. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, the Monster Hunter movie. Oh, Trey yeah. Release. Yes, no, that's pretty good. We're going to talk yes, about that. Uh, Dr. Disrespect, going back to him, he's got his own character on Rogue Company, which is going to cause so much controversy, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If those of you don't know the full story about that, we'll be going into that in detail, because that is juicy. Yep. Uh, the Among Us beer update. And since Among Us, we haven't really played too much. We've been playing Genshin <laughs> since we <laughs> talked it. about Among Us in our first podcast. <laughs> I literally haven't played Among Us since our first podcast. Yeah, and that's insane. But Although, you know. someone's made a mod for Minecraft, so you play Among Us in Minecraft. And that looks pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. Really good. It's a little bit buggy because it's a mod that someone's made themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty good. Figuring out the um, the tasks is a little bit interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's quite interesting. I think a lot of people might jump on that bandwagon, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, possibly. And All then right. uh, our last thing was gonna, is going to be Genshin. Again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about... People are going to start thinking we're sponsored. We are not sponsored by Genshin Impact in any way. We're not sponsored by anybody, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anybody who's on the sponsor. Hit us uh, up. 
<laughs> yeah, hit us up for sure. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about the uh, the Genshin future updates, and then we were talked about also for Genshin. We'll talk about some tactics that might help you out when you first start playing. So we'll get like into that. Get in the right region. Yeah, especially that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most important, actually. So annoying. So annoying. So why don't you start it out? Let's talk about Doctor Disrespect. Oh, we're going to go straight into the juicy one. Yeah, let's get into it, man. So, are you aware of the, the controversies going on or recently with Dr. Disrespect in the Twitch, for starters? Okay, so I heard he got banned again, but I didn't hear why. And so I don't really know too much about it. Okay, so Dr. Disrespect was on his last stream on Twitch, unknown to everyone. Millions of people watched that back. No one knows what he'd done. And then all of a sudden, bam, he was cut. Permanent, permanently banned. He was got quiet about it. We believe there's like a lot of people on the assumption there's lawsuits and that going on, etc. Mm-hmm. But, but he's started back up. He's on YouTube. He's doing really well. And then... He's oh, he's got... streaming YouTube now? Yeah, yeah he that. moved over to YouTube. He done okay. he, he had about a month off. Um, and then he come back. He's, he's partnered up with YouTube. And yeah, he's actually doing quite well. And then... Um, he started appearing on people's streams on Twitch. So one notably was he st- he was on uh, Snoop Dogg's Twitch channel as a as a guest, and they were oh. playing Madden, I think. And then he's appeared either playing with or just chatting to a couple other streamers. And lo and behold, Twitch updated their privacy policy um, and stated that Twitch partners are, or people that stream on Twitch are not allowed to feature people that have knownly been banned. Mm. So they update their privacy point. Clearly aimed at Dr. Disrespect because he started appearing. But obviously they've made it a generic. So that happens. And then, those of you who don't know, Rogue Company is a new um, Battle Royale. Oh, it's a Battle Royale. I thought it was a Battle Royale. No, no. It's a new Battle Royale. Now, Dr. Disrespect designed the, the latest level of Rogue Company. So, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Disrespect was a level designer before he became like in, the, in his previous career. That's what he'd done. He'd done it mm-hmm. for many years, so it's good. So, with that, Rogue Company have made a, a full body skin of Dr. Disrespect. You can play in Rogue Company. I thought it was pretty cool. But here comes the intricacies. He's got his own skin in there. He's got weapon skins. So now with this whole thing of Twitch not allowed to feature banned um, Twitch partners, and then you've got this game that literally features a full-body version of Dr. Disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's some trolling going on by Rogue Company, so I high-five them that one. But yeah, so there's a lot of questions (laughs) running around of like, if, say, Shroud, for example, started playing uh, as a Dr. Disrespect skin, could he get in hot water over it? And it's just, oh, yeah, man. I think Twitch That's... been a bit silly, a bit pathetic. It's one person. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. No one knows. I'm hoping we get to find out what happened there. There's some legalities there for sure. Okay, um, so in the past, didn't he get banned from Twitch one time when he was at TwitchCon and he was streaming while he was in the bathroom or something like that? Yeah. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, what's the thing? <laughs> okay, so like, 
I mean, let's be honest. Doctor Disrespect is full of controversy. His whole career, but that's kind of what he based himself that's, on. He's dude. He's, that's his whole thing, though. Like... He says it how it is, and the thing is, some I like that. I'm actually a fan mm-hmm. because I like how he's a straight shooter. He just says yeah. it how it is. When something is crap, he will state that it is crap. Yeah. You know I mean, the amount of time you've seen him rage and uninstall games while streaming. <laughs> It's hilarious, right? So it's funny. He's got this whole persona. He's made this character with the whole mullet, the tash, and oh, all that, dude. which I think is just, it's, it's original. It's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? In terms of that, he is a smart bloke, right? Dude, his no production value is insane. Exactly. Exactly. So oh. he's not just, it's not just about the games he's streaming or how good he's at playing. Because let's be honest, he's not the best gamer out there. He's really not. No, like, Shroud, I reckon, is 10 times better. My opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people better than Doctor Disrespect, and we know this. But, but they, people don't watch him for his skill. That, they watch him for his production quality and him. his entertainment value. Like he's hilarious. He's entertaining. He's really entertaining. And he is he is so funny. He yeah, he he's funny too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so, so I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what happens. But I think Twitch kind of shot himself in the foot because he has a lot of following. So, mm. do you know I mean, he's had a lot of people follow him over to YouTube. Now, I know they've got back Ninja and Shroud because um, they obviously moved over to Mixer. But then when Mixer folded, yep. they've moved back they over come to back. Twitch. Yep. So, Twitch have kind of landed on their feet there. Although, mm. there's been some controversy with that. Did you hear about Ninja's comments um, recently? I did not. Oh, uh, I don't really follow Ninja too much anymore. I well, I don't. But then when there's controversy and he's in the forefront, I'm like, oh, hello, <laughs> oh, yeah. let's have a look. Yeah, so, you're all about the drama. I hear you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man, got, got to keep in there. He's yeah, you're business, right. You're right. So he's actually not. He hasn't had fallout in terms of Twitch themselves, but actually his fan base. So he was on stream and started moaning for a long time. It went on for quite a while about how much taxi pays. So he was going on about how it's ridiculous if when I earn 50 million, I have to pay 25 million taxes. He's really differentiated himself from away from the common man. Do you know what I mean? He was, a lot of people were said you, he was very relatable. But when someone is moaning and having a full-on bitch fest live on stream about yeah. earning 50 million and paying 25 million in tax. And it went for ages. It was even a point that his wife FaceTimed him midstream and told him to drop it. So she was fully wow. aware and that, and he just, he would not let it go. So there was a bit of fallout. And then following that, Shroud has gone up the ranks because he had, he'd done a stream and it almost hit the, um, you know, that record that Ninja had with Drake, I think it was, about how many yeah. people. I think so, it was like 300k. Yeah. So Shroud nearly hit that record. Wow. And someone asked, just straight out, asked him clearly on the back of what Ninja said and Shroud turned around and said uh, someone asked Shroud what is your views on, on the amount of tax you pay and I don't really know how tax works too much in, in America but so apparently California has a higher tax rate than some other places uh, it's the highest in the US okay so Shroud lives in California and he turned around and that man is just so humbling um, mm-hmm. he just turned around and said look I don't care he goes I get to do what I get to play video games with thousands of people watching me for fun, but it's yeah. my job. 
and I get paid for it. So yeah, but goes, yeah, I two different people. I mean, you're yeah. looking at two different people. Ninja's starting to see it like a job rather than just a hobby or you know enjoyment. That's the only problem. I mean, for a while there, Ninja was just really hypocritical. I mean, there for a while, I just kind of got to the point where I was just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to watch him. Well, I mean, I'd watch him because. He was ahead of the curve, like when it came to Fortnite and everything like that. He was ahead of the curve. Well, then everybody got good, so now he's not even. To me, he's not even that good. He's not. But, well, on this video that I watched about him moaning about tax, there was some some gameplay. Now we all know Doctor Disrespect rages, right? It's what he does, and it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, we do. And I, I've never really sat there and watched Ninja because the guy irritates me. I want to punch yeah. his lights out most of the time when I hear his voice. Like, not. Like <laughs> It's just, just, just my view. It's just annoying. Fair enough. And the amount of he like him raging about someone killing him in Fortnite. I'm like, dude, it's a game. Get over it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and going on about how great he is and how all his changes have made people that are rubbish been able to kill him and all this, blaming everything else. And it's just like, man, you're an idiot. And then obviously, yeah, he went on to this moan about his tax. And then Shroud has increased dramatically in popularity by his comments where. Yeah, theoretically, I pay quite a lot of tax, um, yep. and I said it would be nice not. He said it would be nice not to, but I said he goes. I'm sure anyone in the world would not want to pay their tax, and it would be quite refreshing. But he's like, I don't care. He's doing, he's doing something that he loves. He's got great support. Shroud's obviously very good at just gaming in general, which is one of his reasons he's popular. Not necessarily for a persona, but he's just very humble. And yeah, so that was props to Shroud. I actually do like Shroud a lot. And then just gone even further down in my in my estimations as he previous was, which is quite low. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> I think the reason I don't know how old Trout is, I'm not exactly sure, but I think the reason that I kind of for a while there I was watching Ninja is because he's close to my age. I think he's like barely a year older than me, and I think at the time being, I was watching him because of that. Well, now, now that he's gotten to this point, it's just kind of like he's really hypocritical. He feels like the world should bow down to him. And it's like, okay. Going to his head. Yeah, it's all gone to his head. You're right. And the whole thing about he hates paying the taxes. I mean, the average American pays taxes and hates it. There isn't Get a person in the dude. world that doesn't hate paying taxes. I mean, it's yeah. your hard-earned money. But yeah. it's the way of the world. It's, the, it's how we operate. And so, I think I think the reason he gets so upset is because he's in a higher tax bracket. Yeah. And he finally realizes it. That he doesn't get taxed the same way the middle class does. And he's might be upset about that. But that's just how it goes, dude. But then, how taxes work. Exactly. But then when you look you take it down to was the average average Joe in America earn like what's the average wage in America? Probably thirty five to fifty thousand a year. Okay, so you got thirty-five to fifty thousand yeah, and you got twenty-five, well, fifty million, fifty mm-hmm. million, and he's taking home twenty-five million per year. Yeah. He's so, up there with like the Donald Trump bracket. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you're losing twenty-five million taxes, but are you going to miss it? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Unless you're yeah. about to go and spend a hundred million on a yacht or something like that, you ain't going to miss it. At twenty-five million, dude, you'd be set for life. Dude, I, I could earn that once. Just one month, and I'll be golden. Yeah, I would retire then. 
Die Damn happy. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Buy myself about 10 houses. One for me. Rent the rest out. I mean, at invest that point. Invest a few businesses. I was about to say, I would invest maybe like 5 million in the stuff. But then at that point, you're, you got money coming in, but you're still living comfortably. So why even keep working? Just retire happy. Yeah. Live life to the fullest at that point. Absolutely. Man. I will go fishing every day. <laughs> buy your yeah, nice boat and everything. Mate, not even that. I'll just buy like I know buy myself a lake or, so, or maybe buy myself. <laughs> there you um, go. You know these places you go to the lake and fishing and that now and they usually like a caravan camp and things like that, like a campsite. Just buy one of them. You've got right. money rolling in from that business, so you, yeah. you literally you don't run it, but you just own it. So profit comes to you, and you get to go fishing whenever you want. Yeah, sounds like uh, a good deal to yeah. me, man. Mm-hmm. And see, I've said that too. Like, if I ever hit it big, dude, I'd buy me, I'd pay off my house. I probably wouldn't change the way I live at the moment. I'd probably wouldn't move houses. I'd probably keep the house I'm in, just buy it completely out. And then buy me some toys, you know, something to keep me entertained. Four-wheeler, stuff like that. Be good. Yeah, I'll man. retire. I mean, like, I don't own my own house in a minute. But if yeah. I, if, if, tell me, if you paid me 50 million, so if I had, if someone put 50 million in my bank and they go, there you go. Dude, like, I know the amount of people that are jumping in and go, like, I'm going to go buy a five, ten million pound mansion. It's not that. Mate, I'll be quite happy in just a standard, you know, largest three, four bed. Mm. Um, yeah. There you go. room for me and my little girl. Yeah, see? And yeah, mate, I'll be happy. Um, a five million, ten dollar, ten million dollar mansion, dude. You're not going to use all that space. You're not. The cleaning is going to be insane. Your heating bill is going to be insane. It's like, why would you do it? It's going to be empty. Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah, three, maybe four, depending, uh, bedroom house. But then if I had a four-bedroom house, one of those rooms would be turned into like a big playroom for Leah, for my, yeah. my daughter. Um, and go. yeah, um, a workshop, you know me, I need a workshop in my life. Yeah. For those that don't know, I was previously a qualified mechanic, like tinkering my cars. So big workshop. I'm an engineer by trade. Big workshop would be very nice, double garage and all that. But yeah, I'm not a lot of simple things in life, man. I'm with you. I don't right need. With you. I don't need high rolling, roll up to the gate, electric gates, and scan a fingerprint to get into your own house kind of thing. I'm just <laughs> happy the way I am. Honestly, if I was, if I got paid fifty million, like I said, I'd pay everything off that needed to be paid off, and I would disappear. Mm-hmm. I'd live under the radar the rest of my life. Did you ever see fame. Mr. Beast bought an island for like 700,000? He bought his whole island. Yep. But he does that for his videos. I mean, yeah. He's still doing YouTube though. Like he could retire. Like he could retire right now, but he's still making videos. Mm, well, it's, it's interesting because I didn't realize this. I looked into. I was like thinking, where is the, like Mr. Beats got his money? Like, is his parents rich or what? And it's not. Each video is sponsored by someone, and they someone big. Yeah, and they front up the money. So if he wants to go to that island, sometimes you just give him the money, and then he goes and makes a video on it. Yeah, and it's like that's insane. I could happily live like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting how people made it in the terms of you know. YouTube streaming, those kind of things. 
Yeah, I was looking back. I, I was talking to Hannah about this yesterday, my wife, and she was... I told her about... Do you know Tanner Fox? You know who Tanner Fox is? Can't say I do. Okay, so Tanner Fox, he started YouTube when he was, I think, 16 years old, okay? He's 21 years old now. He just hit 10 million followers like a month ago. Mm-hmm. This guy, okay, he has his own Hot Wheel, okay? Mm-hmm. He's a professional scooter rider. He has his own scooter with a certain co- with a different company. He has his own scooter, and he's got his own Hot Wheel. He's got his own house. He's got all this, and he's twenty one years old. Yeah, no man. It's like it's um, crazy. These people becoming air quotation TikTok famous. What the hell that means? And they're like, do you mean they're eighteen years old? And it's just like how people make it. I'm I'm thirty three years old. I'm working my nuts off every day. And it's I'm not like, 33, but yeah, same. <laughs> are you trying to make a point of this? What? I'm just saying. Are you really going to go there? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm not 33, but I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so maybe one day I'll make it in that sense. But yeah, some people, I like people like Mr. Beats. His ideas are original. Do you know what I mean? There's not anyone else out yeah. there doing what he's doing. Where... You've got a lot of content creators and things like that are just kind of copying off the back of other people. So, yeah, so I like the yeah. originality of certain people. Like, Dr. Disrespect, he's original. He original. made up his own persona. Nobody's going to be like him ever again. No, exactly. Nobody will. Well, theoretically, I mean, you look at like the likes of Ninja. <clears throat> he's streaming Fortnite. How many millions of people are streaming Fortnite? Yeah. To no viewers. Yeah, you've got you've got to differentiate yourself. That's the only way you can make it. Um, and a lot of these guys, especially the likes of Ninja, where they've been in the in the spotlight and they're doing pretty good. And I respect Ninja's charity work. I respect that. But he's forgotten like almost like their roots where they come from, and it's gone to their head. And I don't like that. Yeah. Um, going back, going back to the Mr. Beast thing real quick, and then we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mr. Beast, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but did you hear about when Logan Paul bought that $200,000 Pokemon box with all the Pokemon cards in it? Did you hear about this? He bought... Okay, so Pokemon, everybody knows, Pokemon, the industry's gone up since it's come out. It's never dropped off. It's went up, it's plateaued, and then it just goes up again. It doesn't drop. It's like Mm -hmm. never dropped. So, Logan Paul recently got into the Pokemon card collecting again, and he bought this big box. I think he bought it. I think it was like 200 grand and he sold, it had 32 packs in it. Okay. And each pack is a first edition pack. So, which means they're, they're worth a lot of money if you hit a good card. So he paid 200 grand for 32 packs for 32 packs. Yes. Holy crap. Okay. But they're all first edition packs. Mm -hmm. And I think eight of them are no, Maybe 16 of them. I don't know. But they're guaranteed like a first edition holographic. Mm-hmm. And if you hit a Charizard, a first edition holographic Charizard with no shadow back, then it's worth 180 grand. That card alone. Jeez. So, regardless. All right. Moving on. So, Mr. Beast bought a pack, right? He bought one pack from Logan Paul because he kind of bought the box and sold the packs to individual people. Mm-hmm. Mr. Beast bought a pack for no he bought two packs for 11 grand a piece maybe a little bit more but bought two packs 
And he said if he hit a Charizard, he was going to do this for a video. And this is how original this guy is. Okay, Nobody would have even thought of this. So he said if he hit a Charizard, a first edition Charizard, like I said, like a 180 grand card. If he hit this, he would take all the money that he got from selling the card and put it all on green on Russian roulette. Nobody <laughs> would have ever thought of that. Nobody. Think about that. That's an original idea. That's nobody would ever That's thought slightly of it. insane. Yeah, nobody would ever thought idea. of it. That's how crazy Mr. Beast is. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Funny how the ideas you come up when you you've got the money, so you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. Would you put 180 grand on green? Heck no. <laughs> I was going to say. Dude, I'd put it on either red or black. I wouldn't do <laughs> I wouldn't do green because there's dude. only one square of it. <laughs> dude, what were you talking about? Take 108, am I stepping in, into a casino with 180 grand on my back pocket? Hell no. What do you do even mean? I ain't going near a casino. I would, Okay, I might split it and do 90 on, 90 on black, 90 on red. Maybe. Who knows? No, that. Dude, okay. My luck, I would do that and it would land on green. You feel me? Dude, I was born on Friday the 13th. I don't have any luck. <laughs> don't do uh, casinos. I don't I know, lose man. money. But no, that, that, would be, that would be my luck. I would split the difference on red and black and it would hit green. I would be so mad, dude. I remember going in... And Mr. Beast would be there like, yeah, I did it! <laughs> I remember going to a casino with my daughter's mum and me. And we had 50 quid each. And man, she lost her 50 quid within minutes. <laughs> 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 I just had to give her some more. Because I was like, Why is it? you lost that already? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I had to come out on top that week. So, uh, but yeah, That's that was like, the last time I went to a casino. Don't I've never been it. to a casino. I really wanted to. You should lose I like playing game. poker and all that. I like playing poker. I like playing blackjack, but I don't know. If I was to go to a casino, I would play blackjack. Uh, stay away from blackjack tables, man. Yeah, but it's more... It's probably got the higher probability of winning. Blackjack is. Mm, I don't know. I've won, I've won a few times on roulette. I was about to say Russian roulette then. I haven't played that. Jesus Christ. It might have been roulette. I don't know. The one with the wheel, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know Russian roulette is, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, so, I do know what that is. <laughs> I meant roulette. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, I nearly said Russian roulette. And I'm like, oh, that's something very different. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not insane. Right, yeah. moving on. We spent half an hour on Ninja. We did. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and you hate Fortnite and Ninja. <laughs> I don't like Ninja. I don't like Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just rubbish. Moving on. All right, Moving let's on. talk about let's talk about the Monster Hunter movie announcement, dude. So I watched this trailer, right? Mm -hmm. And I must say, Diablos looks amazing. Because I swear that's a black Diablo, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a black Diablos. Yep. So I recognize the black Diablos, and I think at the end that's an Elder Dragon. I believe I could be wrong. No, the last one? No, that's one of the um, the wyverns. Oh, is it? I can't remember which one it is, but I think it's the red one. The red Either wire. way. Okay. Yeah. Let's right. Let's 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 speak frank here. Sure. Most games. Uh, most games. What am I talking about? Let's rewind. Most films based on a game 
flop hard. Okay, let's just be totally frank. Okay, there are not many films out there. Name a few. Fake. Name a few. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, World of Warcraft. Halo. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that I liked that was based on a game was Prince of Persia. Not seen that. Oh, that I was mean, good. You've got all the Resident Evil films. Yeah, they're good. They're not bad. They're right. not the best. They started out a bit roping, got better and better. The mm-hmm. one interesting fact, though, is that when I looked, at, when I was watching the trailer for Monster, um, I was like, "That's that's that's Mila Jovovich or whatever her name is from yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil." So yeah, obviously they've one. seen the popularity of that and brought yep. her in, which is interesting because there is a. Films based on video games have got a notorious history of just flopping and well, not doing yeah. very well and costing a lot of money and not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think they're even bringing out another Warcraft film, um, I believe. But the first one, Flop Like Hell, um, yeah, there's so many. Um, yeah. So, but in terms of that, like, watching this trailer, I was like, damn, that actually looks really good. They've obviously plowed some money into the production of it because obviously... So... Their budget, I looked up their budget. Their budget is $60 million. Okay, I thought it was going to be more than that just by the visuals of it so yeah. far. The I visuals like the way, look amazing. The fact like the that they, they saw, it. yeah, the way they captured it is good too. And I think they filmed it in South Africa. Okay. Like, so, um, you know the bit in the trailer where it kind of like, guys, honestly, go check out the trailer, then you can kind of follow what we're saying. Yeah. It pans around to, you know, when they go to the city where all the monster hunters are. And that just reminded me of when I played Monster Hunter. And it was just like, that it just looks like it, but yeah. real. Yeah. And they've, they've seemed to go along the lines of some form of realism, which mm-hmm. I like. I have not seen any talking cats making dinner yet. So, <laughs> Dang it. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to make a, a film kind of semi-realistic, you know, fantasy but semi-realistic, I know they're in a new world and things like that. But having talking cats making your dinner. Is a little bit far fetched. So I could be wrong. They could be in there. <laughs> they are. They are quite a vast part of Monster Hunter. But if they keep them out, I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> right. It's not something I'm going to miss. You know. <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the budget, sixty million dollars. Um, the movie is set to release December thirtieth, twenty twenty. So two days before New Year's. So that's going to be good. Good way to it's... ring in the New Year. You said December 30th? Yep. December 30th. Yeah. If we're allowed in the cinema, probably by then. Right. Now, that did say that did say United States. I don't know if it's going to be different for the UK and all that, but I don't know. So, but yeah, $60 million budget. I feel like they can do a really good movie with that. Mm. Possibly. Who knows? We'll see. But when he, when I was watching the trailer and I saw the Black Diablo shoot up out of the sand, that brought back memories. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. I think the first time I fought Black Diablo on Monster Hunter, I was with you. You were me and, yep, me and a prince. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, when, when I watched the trailer, I even said to Daniel earlier, um, maybe you want to re-download it and play it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He come in. He come in the Skype call. He's like, I might have to re-download Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, no, I just watched the trailer, and it's like, yeah. hello. <laughs> and yeah, 
pretty but pretty even the asian guy like even the asian guy was like Diablos. <laughs> like he was so scared <laughs> <laughs> like he's played the game before he's like oh god <laughs> he's even got the big bow like did you see that i did man he has the big bow like in the game. The one thing, the one weapon I want to see is the insect glaive. I want to oh. see somebody with a staff and a big bug on their arm just shooting that thing out, dude. Oh, that's going to be sick. Dude, and like, even though they, the weapons are done well, like, did you see it where he stabs his big, like, sword made of bone into the sands? And I was like, yeah. literally how it looks like in the game. And then, yeah. what's her face has, like, the, the uh, double, dual wheel daggers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. They've kind of captured it really well. I'm really interested. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm not going to lie. Watch that trailer. It's like, whoo. Yep, yeah. I'm in. I'm sorry. Definitely, Take my money. Definitely, guys, who's listening, go watch the trailer. It's mm. it's definitely one to watch, and it's definitely a movie to think about going to see because it, it looks like it's going to be really good. And like I said, a $60 million budget, they could make a good movie out of this if it's done right. Absolutely. And the visuals look amazing. Visuals mm. look really good. They do look very good. Let us know your thoughts on uh, on Twitter. Our Twitter yeah. is what was at the Grit Show. At Grit Show. Um, the G is have... capitalized. The S is capitalized. No spaces. Yeah, hit us up on Twitch. Um, and Twitter. just let us let us know your thoughts on anything that we discuss. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, not Twitch. Bring well, up some up ideas. And... Bring up you some ideas. On Twitch too, because yeah. we stream. Yeah. <laughs> I got them confused, but yeah, let us know your thoughts on anything we discuss. You may sit there and have a completely different point of view to what we have so we'd love to hear that so let's and we can discuss that in a later podcast absolutely let's say yeah. you bring up a good enough point and maybe get in as a guest what do you know who knows man who knows the possibilities are endless absolutely. the world could be your oyster, oyster. and you never know <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is absolutely <laughs> moving on right among let's talk us about update. among us let's do, yes. yeah let's do the among us update yeah man because we so much about that again so basically I would just kind of skim through them. Um, some of the updates they've done is they shifted the wires task to make it more accessible for colorblind players. So they basically added shapes to the wires rather than just being a color. I saw that. I thought that was quite a nice little little yeah. update to do. Um, thinking about the all variants of people that are playing. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. It's kind of the same thing, too, as like a... Um, the colorblind filter on games now. It's basically the mm-hmm. same thing. But they added a shape instead of just the color. Mm-hmm. Really good thought. I love that. I like that. So I, hear, I heard that they actually canceled Among Us 2 to they focus did. more on Among Us, the, the original, and bring these kind of quality improvements um, for people. So I like that. Um, I said that's a, quite a nice touch for them, so fair play to them. Yep. They also said that they're not looking to bring it to console anytime soon. Mm-hmm. it. So well, right now, it's only available on Steam, and it's only available on, uh, excuse me, it's only available on Steam, iOS, and Android. Mm-hmm. Um, if you play it on iOS and Android, it is free. On Steam, it is how much, Lloyd? Uh, I know you looked it up. Two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Two, uh, yeah, two ninety nine, three ninety nine. One of the two. Um, yeah, I think the port for console would be quite expensive. Um, so be. that's the reason why, and then they'd have to probably boost up the price. Because yeah. um, Evan, it's not designed for that architecture, um, mm-hmm. so that's probably the reason behind it. But yeah, I like the fact that rather than just seeing, oh look, it's making us lots of money, let's go ahead and uh, 
make a second one and make a load more money rather than that they're kind of looking at keeping a player base which some games fall off on quite rapidly where they right. don't maintain these little things which make the game better and then mm-hmm. they can maintain their player base rather than just some of them just go right yeah number two let's make some money number three let's make some money mm-hmm. uh, so i like that there's some changes they're making to the way uh like things like anonymous uh voting yeah, the anonymous voting and then making the taskbar appear only at certain times. Yes. So that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. it's going to, um, uh, it's kind of making it almost like that. It's making it to be the imposter, making their lives a little bit easier. Mm. Yeah, I mean, as an imposter anyway, it is kind of easy, but. Well, I think so. I generally win when I'm an imposter. Not gonna lie. Right. But then, same. when you and me aren't imposters, we can when we're playing, we can literally figure out who the imposter is quite quickly. Yeah, that's true. And we found very, very quickly that some of our close friends are very good at lying, and I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not either. <laughs> Dude, you, you, you are like the best liar I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, I'm, Man, I'm, I'm generally say? worried. <laughs> you, you've you taken me about? for a ride a couple of times. I'm like, what? So you're saying I'm really good at this game, huh? You're really good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> and to, to be fair, I will tell all the viewers here the two best liars in this game that I've played with is Danielson and his wife, Hannah. <laughs> and it's worrying. <laughs> worrying how good at lying they are. Yep. Hey man, gotta do what you gotta do. That's how it is. Uh, apparently so. So relationships will be broken. <laughs> yeah, friendships. <laughs> friendships definitely will be broken. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so let's move on and let's talk about Genjin. So let's do recap. The updates first. Let's do recap. the updates first. First things first. Mm-hmm. Get your region correct. Yes. That's the first. Yes. Don't go through what I had to go through. It is very annoying. Yeah. And add a goddamn skip function. <laughs> Dude, oh, you can't man. skip any conversation, any cutscene, nothing. You have to sit through it, even though you've seen it already. And... Not in a cutscene. No, you can't skip. But you can no. skip during dialogue. Uh, but not fully. You can only skip when it allowed when they finish talking, that section. Yeah. So I'm yeah. there mashing the X button. Come on, yeah, come on, come on. Same. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the updates. So there are three updates coming over the next four months. So November 11th, they're having an Unreconciled Stars event. I don't know exactly what that event is, but they just said it's an event coming. Um, It's going to be very interesting what they're going to do with that. Uh, Also, according to Millennium, there will be four new characters coming on November 11th. So Diona, uh, Jing Yang... As four stars, four star rarity heroes, and then as five star rarity heroes, you got Child. I told you about Child, and then Zhang Li as five stars. Is there a question for you? Is there a yeah. list of the characters that are currently available? It might be on like the uh, Mi Hoyo. I think it's called Mi Hoyo. Yeah, or... I mean, I'd love a look because one thing that we found is that. We do so. There's a set, if those who haven't played, there's a section called wishes. So you can gain a currency which you can purchase wishes with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there are in-game currency. So this is in-game currency. There are microtransactions where you can buy this currency for real money, but anyone that knows me, I don't do that. I've already spent 25 bucks. I'm not happy. You're a fool. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't do that. So very annoyingly, I've got some really good characters on my EU playthrough. Realized that I can't play with him on the EU playthroughs. So I had to start again. Haven't regained them as characters, but I've gained some different ones. But of all of us a player, everyone there are some lap overs, but everyone's got quite a few different characters. So it makes me wonder. Mm. Want to see a list? Yeah. I mean, how many? Like, are we wishing like you could collect all the characters that you think of now, and you could realize that actually there's only one other left. So you're not going to go and waste all your wishes. You may as well wait for new characters to be added. To mm. give you a higher chance, so that would what would be interesting. I'd yep. be interested in is the actual list of characters. There's really cool ones. Yeah, not gonna lie, I'm a bit gutted that I've not got Gene, for example. <laughs> God damn it, I've got Gene on EU. Can't get on PS4. <laughs> uh, it's on uh, America. <laughs> not happy. Uh, I just got a new one two days ago. Or what's your new one? Uh, Ching Yu. Bless you. Yeah, Ching Yu, I think his name is. I don't remember. But it starts with a C. And he's an ice character using a two-handed sword. So. Oh, is that the dude I was playing yesterday? Yeah, the blue-haired guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's pretty dope, actually, not going to lie. Cause yeah, who's the other him. ice guy? Uh, the one you get. Kaya. 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 So yeah. that's the only ice guy I had. And yeah, he's all right. He's not bad. But just having someone a bit new. Chang Yu. Um, that's his name, sorry. Yeah, because I got the, we call him the water boy. He looks like a young boy <laughs> and he uses water. Um, my, my, I've not my played it. Sorry. You need some H2O. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> Man, they need to do a voiceover in a game with Adam Sandler. <laughs> be amazing. Or you know you get a companion. Like in this game, you've got pie on, haven't you? I need the water boy as a companion. <laughs> yeah. like, you look at Percy, maybe you need some head to all. That'd be amazing. Oh, no one's still my idea. I'm going to copyright that. Yeah, do that, do that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so there's some interesting characters. Um, mm. Some of them are good, some of them not so good. Depends on situations. We found out last night that when you're fighting a Geo World boss, two-hander is your way forward. Yes. No matter about your abilities, two-hander, hands down. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Um, you've played a bit more than me because I've had to play through the same stuff twice. So, you've progressed (laughs) forward. So, in terms of, I know they're going to be doing some overhauls, which we don't really know what they are as of yet. So, you know, we'll keep you guys updated as soon as we get an update. Okay, just... so can I can I go on with the updates before you ask me that? Oh, sorry, there's, there's two more. No, there's two more updates. So, uh, November 11th, I just told you, uh, December 23rd, according to the Genshin Impact roadmap for 2020, the release date for the second update is December 23rd, which will include a new area added to the map called Dragon Spine. I think there will also be an event for this one as well. This could possibly mean new monsters, materials, domains, world bosses, possibly more that we don't even know about yet. Um, so yeah, that's that's something to definitely look forward to is a new area. That's December 23rd. Uh, and then February 
2021. There's no actual date yet, but the only thing they have mentioned for February is we only know of the event and it's of an event and it's going to be called the Lantern Right. They don't haven't really released anything new coming other than that event. So Sorry. who knows? I don't know if you're aware that there are actually current events going on. Yeah, I think it was for the launch because I I saw it on PC just uh I wanted to kind of see graphically. I've got to say because let's be honest, consoles are showing that age a little bit. Um, Easy. And then Sega. Easy. And um, phones, so Android, iOS, all depend on your phone, so you're going to have a variance of performance. So I've got a pretty good PC, so I thought I'd just install it. That's like, that is a very pretty, very bright, vibrant, vivid game. I was quite shocked in the difference between PlayStation and PC. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. I say, like, when you look, like, I know you're kind of like, uh, but when you view it PC and then you go play it on console, you're actually like, wow, actually, that is quite, quite a difference. Right. So for a free game, I think it's done quite well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's what... currently some events going. I think it was for launch, and it's uh, pretty much by the time they release the first major patch, if you've hit Adventure Rank 20, you get a bunch of rewards, some description. So if you've already hit rank 20, you would have received Yay. those rewards anyway. Yay. But I haven't got that far yet, so I'd do it twice. Theoretically, I should be 32. <laughs> but you're about to ask me. what? what so I'll just, me, you've, you've got more game time in it than me because I've had to play through the same stuff twice. Yep. Uh, so you're further along than me. So initially, what are your kind of recommendations for guys, people that haven't played it Um new to it want to maybe pick it up give it a go because there's a little bit of a learning curve that we found we end up potting around a lot realizing oh if you do that then you get xp for that because you need that for that and this for that so just kind of want to get your take on things okay so what do you want to know just some advice for the guys do you know what i mean like starting out okay so one thing i think we need to talk about is notifying adventure xp over other xp right yeah, that's going to be one one of them. But let's talk about... I'll get to the XP. Let's talk about the co-op real quick. So, you're not able to play co-op until you hit Adventure Rank 16. To get your Adventure XP, you have to do... There's different things you can do, but the best way to get Adventure Rank and get to Adventure Rank 16... Uh, the best way to do that is to just play the story quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the story quests, I even told you this. I said just burn through the story quests as much as you can because uh, that's going to get it faster. Um, would you say this? Uh, if you wouldn't have got off that night when you started doing your new character on the US one, if you didn't get off that night, do you think you would have done it in two hours' time? Uh, don't think quite two hours because um, I think I was approaching two hours. No, 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 I mean after that, after, after, because you hit 10, you hit hit, 10 before you got off and you were playing two hours. Do you think playing two hours more, you would have done it? Easily. Easily. Okay. And he just did the story. He was just doing the story quest. There's a misconception. There's a lot of uh, information floating around that takes like 10 to 12 hours to get to rank 16. Uh, Not factual. I say when we realized that I was in the wrong region. I switched to my American PlayStation account. I logged in, created 
upgraded my profile setup and all that. And yeah, in two hours, I was I was adventure rank ten, and it yeah. took probably another two to get to sixteen. Yeah, he um, could have so, done it two more hours, and he would have yeah, hit it. I could have done it one night, but it was getting late. Yeah, when we realized. Um, but yeah, so determining between adventure rank and or adventure XP and character XP. So adventure XP is basically like your level, like your account level. It's not necessarily just your different characters level. So that's where your character XP comes in. Um, your character XP is dependent on which character you're using. Uh, you definitely want to build up that particular character. If you want that to be your main, you would build that up with character XP. Now, what determines what quest you do is your adventure rank. So you need to try to work on adventure XP to get your adventure rank higher to do more quests. Because there are quests in this game that you can't do them unless you hit a certain adventure rank. Now, once you get to that point, the best way to do this is maybe like world bosses, domains. Um, they have this thing called commissions, and those are a daily, a daily quest. They're like little daily side quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they give you 225 XP per quest, and there's four of them. Just to interject slightly, one of the things there's a so you have your main like your main story quest, story quest, mm-hmm. and world quest. One yep. of the world quests you're going to get is for an adventurer guide or adventurer book. Yep. Do that as soon as possible because then that will give Absolutely. you an adventurer book, which again you complete this task within this book, which you'll do just by playing the game, and it gives you bonus adventure yes. XP. And then also that's where your commissions will come in. They come in that book as well. And they're just little side objectives that you need to take care of um most of the time it's basically like leveling up your statue uh your statue is how you unlock the map so like once you go and unlock these statues it unlocks a section of the map for you uh once you level up that statue you get more stamina for leveling up this statue and also that's what gets your that helps your adventures book um there's also little tedious things in there too uh maybe like work on an artifact get it up to like level four just little things like that chests. work on your weapons open chests uh take care of world bosses just stuff like that um oh adds your adventure xp which the, right the, a lot of the game is based on getting to certain adventure levels to unlock certain content yes and then once you get to a certain point, you definitely want to focus all your energy on one character. So you want to figure out which character you want to use. Um, and then focus all your energy on that. And then start working and on then, a second character. And, and then do a wish and realize you've got much better character. And then focus on that and they're at zero. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, there's something else that goes hand in hand with that. So best elemental combos. As of right now... The best elemental combo is ice and electricity. Don't ask me why. Don't know why that works like that, but it does. Um, so my Chang'un character is my ice character. He's not my main. My main character is an electric character. So my Chang'un is my secondary character. So with him, I can hit an elemental burst with Chang'un and immediately switch to my electric character and do 100% more damage. Just because of the two elements mixed together is tremendous. Like mm-hmm. it, it, It's a huge difference. 
um, them when you throw artifacts into the mix as well where you get bonus on certain elemental powers and things like that um yeah, yeah attack percentage attack percentage crit rate percentage different things like that um there's also healers in this game uh there's a water healer right now her name's barbara slash babs we call her babs for short Boy, babs. um shout out babs Babs <laughs> is a really, really good healer. Uh, if you can get Babs she right off the She uses unicorn parts. She does. <laughs> she does. She's a, <laughs> she's a water character, but when she heals, there's a rainbow that pops up. So, unicorn parts. So, <laughs> so with Barbara, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're not acting like it. Uh, <laughs> Do we ever? <laughs> But yeah, with Barbara, uh, she's definitely a really good healer. And she's also a water character. So she is probably the second best to ice if you can't get ice with electricity. So water with electricity is also really good. Um, some other good combos, you have uh, fire and ice, which is kind of odd how that works. But... Yeah, I don't get it. it. It's a melt, isn't it? So Yeah, it's a melt. It's not the initial. So I read up on that. So the effect of melt doesn't give you bonus damage, but the ability that you use to get that effect has mm-hmm. increased damage when that right procs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where some of it's them, weird. it's it's so a case weird. of you have like for example, when you're using ice and water, you have to affect it with water first, and then to you'll free, then like and then put them use in a ice. ice. Yeah, yeah, and then it literally freezes them in spot where you can go ham on them. Um, we. We were experimenting with that because I was healing you with Barbara the other day and I was running water and he was running an ice character. Well, when I hit him with water, it makes him wet. Well, then if he hits him with ice, it puts him in an ice block. So then it just makes him vulnerable to anything mm-hmm. at that point. At it's that point, it's good to com- combine electricity with it because mm-hmm. then it's even more damage. It's interesting as well that all these effects you can have applied to you as well. So, for example, if you go for a swim, you know, mm-hmm. you cross a lake, get out, mm-hmm. and then there's an ice carrot, like an ice enemy there, they can freeze oh. you in place and things like that. So, all, the, all of these uh, elemental effects that you can apply to your enemies, your enemies can also apply to you. So, you've got to kind of be like mindful of what you're doing because, yeah, great, you're using electricity and ice, for example. But then yeah. if they are using water and ice, then they can have the same, if not more, damage coming incoming. Um, if they're so, yeah, doing interesting. if they're doing water and ice to your electric character, you're screwed. Like electricity's weak to ice anyway. But yep. it's weird when you put them together, it's amazing what they do. It's crazy how it works. Absolutely. But <laughs> a few fights we've been to is like, okay, that hurt. Yeah. Why did it hurt? <laughs> yeah. You realize that like the world procs in you and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. So the environment keep Keep ahead on about what you're, what is around you at all times, and think about how you want to approach it. I mean, that's definitely one thing. Um, it is an RPG, um, but it's not so deep of an RPG where it's overwhelming. It's kind of simple. I mean, I, you know, you, do you know what my thoughts are in terms of? So it is an RPG, but it's very simplified. And yeah. if you look at kind of the mechanic of it, of like you can collect these things that level up your characters and yes. you consume old items into new items and make them more powerful that mm-hmm. is a very mobile-esque so like 
phone games kind of like, do you know what I mean? Android and Apple. Um, kind you know of... why, don't you? Why? This game was a mobile game. Mm. Well, it makes sense then, but it's, it's interesting how they've taken that idea, which are, if you look at a lot of like RPG-ish mobile games, mm-hmm. that's kind of how they work. So to bring that to console and PC using the exact same mechanics is a little bit different. It's simplified. It makes it very easy. There's... I know a few people that play this game, and one thing that I find really interesting is most of the guys, they like it. So, males, they enjoy it, they think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Females are addicted. Like, literally yeah. addicted. I'm like, I don't understand. I think, I think it has something to do with the graphics, dude. Graphics are everything to a female. I don't know why. But also, I think it's down to the simplicity. So, we've got friends Possibly. Yeah. of females that, for example, have played The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And it's, The Witcher, is, in my opinion, is by far not the most complicated RPG. But there's yeah. lots of things in there that they find complex. So yeah. bringing that complexity down to, like, no disrespect to anyone, but a more of an understanding level. So if you've never really played proper RPGs before, start it, it's a nice little entry point till you yeah. get that understanding. So it's not me disrespecting anyone in any right. way, shape, or form, no matter of race, religion, or sex. Mm-hmm. Um it's just the fact that that's what we find is, do you mean Hannah is not a hardcore gamer? No, if, my if wife. You put a, definitely if not. you put a full blown RPG in front of her to play that, and it would be pretty, probably pretty overwhelming for her to begin with. Yeah. Um, where this one, she's kind of be able to just jump straight into it and she's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. She can hit some and, buttons and get somewhere. And she's learning too. She's learning like the different elements to use on other elements and. You know, I'm kind of starting to teach her the artifacts just a little bit. And she's starting like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's starting to make a lot of sense. Yeah, so it's a nice little entry point. But yeah, it's very interesting how they've taken the kind of mobile-esque mechanics of games, which, are, you know, let's be honest, games on, on uh, mobile phones are quite mm-hmm. simplified in comparison. Because they yes. need to be, because of yeah. how they're running. Um, but they've taken that, incorporated it into a, a PC and, and console game, and just stuck with it. And it works. It's quite mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. It's it's a great game. And like I said before, uh, your best elemental combos right now are ice and electricity. Like I said, my, my main two characters are ice and electricity. Uh, Lloyd, what are yours? Are yours the same? Uh, so, so I'm mainly now I'm using that Chon, Chong Yong, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got, is it Fischl? Fischl? Fish, yeah, Fischl. So that Fischl, is nice. Yeah. Fisher was an uh, electric, electric. Pro user. Yeah. But think of it like this. Okay, so he's ice and electric. I'm ice and electric. My wife is ice and electric. All three of us have different characters. Except for me and Lloyd using Chong Yoon. Mm-hmm. That's it. My wife uses a different ice character and a different electric character. Don't say it. Don't say it. What? What? Don't say it. Never character. Because I have to do it. Don't say what? Don't say the name of a character. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Kiki. You love me. <laughs> but anyway, she plays Kiki, and Kiki is her ice character, and she me. uses Lisa. She uses Lisa as her electric character, and Lisa's like a spell user, but she's electricity. Um, so I use Chang Yun, my ice character, and then I use Beto, which is a two-handed electric character. And then Lloyd uses Chang Yung, which is a two-handed ice, and he uses Fiscal, who is an electric bow user. So we all use the same elements, it's just different characters. 
-hmm. I mean, that could be down to the fact of the wish concept, or it could be maybe they just like that setup. Who knows? Me personally, I like the two-handed guys, man. They they they're growing on me. I don't know what it is. It's just something about them. And you know me, like whenever I play a game, if the character has a bow, I'm jumping on it. Hundred percent. Half the time, you know, I'm always like, you know, I want the bow. Not in this game. I don't know what it is. Something about this game that I just like the two-handed characters. I don't know what it is. Um, but. but then I've dabbled a little bit with um, with Geo, which is like a, a rock element. Yep. Um, the earth element. Yeah, so you have Noel. I actually yeah. really like Noel's little shield that she gets. She can kind yes. of operate a bit like a tank. Yeah. Um, and then there was that, I can't remember, it was like Nigog or something like that. Do you remember the, yeah. the Geo character I had on my EU playthrough? And yeah. she was a ranged character. Um, she actually put up a huge barrier to protect your allies. And then she had a pretty hard hitting like ultimate ability. And yeah, so I'm actually a bit of a fan. I'm, I'm interested to see what other characters they are. Because we haven't come across a nature character, a playable nature character yet. If so there is one. If and there the is only, one. The only reason I think there is one is because we're fighting monsters that uh, are yeah. nature. Yeah, so so far we've seen all monsters that have that element. There's playable characters of that. Um, I didn't realize there were water characters until recently. And then we were like, oh, actually, yeah, you, get, you get the little water dudes. Well, I got my water boy, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah, the blue-haired guy. I yeah. His name. Oh, but, I yeah, remember. I know who you're talking about. Um, He's pretty got, good. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. So, uh, yeah, nature will be interesting one. And, yeah, who knows if they'll bring more elements into it or what mm-hmm. characters we discover because uh, literally you and me are saving up wishes and then as soon as we've got 10 wishes, we're buying them, aren't we? So who knows what we yeah. will come up with. I'm going for one character right now, one character only. Diluc. Yep. Yep. So he is a two-handed fire character. He's he pretty is. dope. Oh Gene, my god, he's amazing. Dude, I tell you what, Gene, so those we were talking about Babs being a healer, the only mm-hmm. other healer that w- we know of is actually Gene. So she is a animo element, so which is wind. Wind, yeah. Um, so her R2 ability is a big wind blast, um, which is pretty cool. She uses a one-handed sword. But then her, her ultimate ability is she actually puts a huge healing circle down and I mean, from your opinion, with Barbara, how mm-hmm. quickly could you heal someone from low health up to full? Uh, depends on with what ability. Because I'd, her triangle ability, her triangle ability is the same thing as Jean's. Is is it a big circle that pretty much puts them up to full health? It's like, a full health. It's like an instant heal. Yeah. And that was so, the one thing that I really liked about Jean was that she was DPS, but then she had this big heal that she could use. So yeah. in a cool utility kind of environment, that could be really quite Right good. now, personally, I think Barbara's the ultimate healer. And the reason I think that is because her R2 ability, you can hit that. And then you can just constantly spam the attack button and you're healing. Mm. So As far, long as you're hitting something. So far, apart from you take Jean away because she's not really a... a a proper healer. She's got one ability, which has got a long recharge on it. Mm-hmm. So far, the only healer we've found so far is Barbara. Yeah, I think personally, I'm interested to see how they're going to go along with the co-op plot. I'd like them to do 
like proper four man dungeon type scenario. So I mean, we've got. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. So the the updates are bringing eight player raids. Mm. Sold. I think because I think Apprentice was telling me about it. He said they're bringing in eight player raids as well. That's going to be interesting. I want to see how they do that. That's good. Because for those, are they going to do it? Right now, you can only play four people. But if you're playing four people, they can only use one character, but they can trade in that character in and out. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is if they do that, if they do the eight player, can each player have two characters instead of just one? I don't know. I'm wondering if they're going to do it. If they do eight players, I imagine once you enter the raid, you're locked. Because that would make it more interesting. I know it's mm-hmm. frustrating at some, some points, but then you've got to be tactical. And I, I like that. Anyone yeah. that listens to podcasts know that we like a bit of tactics and things yeah. like that. Because um, for those of you who don't know, like last night was the first time I'd ever done a group domain. And yeah. I was expecting it to be like this mini dungeon, like you get in like, the story missions. Oh, yeah. It's... And it's not. It's literally a room and you've got to kill enemies within a certain amount of time. What did we have yesterday? We had literally finished and we had five minutes left to kill them and we completed yeah. it. It was like, wow. Okay. Um, the world boss it's is only, pretty cool. It's only like 25 enemies in like eight minutes or seven minutes or something. And so, we did it in like two. Mm, so we haven't unlocked some of the higher end domains like the level 31 domain. You know, so I, we don't know if that changes. As right. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that and if it doesn't, then I'm really hoping that they bring something in. So Eight-player raid, great. Um, I'd like to see some of these domains turned into... Just like, you know how you're running through in story mode? Almost like a little dungeon. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that, but in co-op. That would be cool. That would be good. Now, let's talk about some of the stuff you can't do in co-op. So, co-op, <clears throat> you can really only do world bosses, domains, certain domains. Um, and basically just run around the world. Like, you can't do any story missions. You can do or story quests, but you can do world quests and side quests and stuff like that. Um, the host of the world can get chests, but the person who comes in can't get chests. Now, as far as resources go, so in this game, they have, you know, your little iron rocks, and you have your crystal rocks, and you have... Um, mushrooms and stuff like that this is weird so you can share iron rocks like the iron chunks and you can share the crystal chunks but you cannot share the flowers and stuff which is yeah, really I think, weird i think there's some work to be done let's be honest there is some work to be done places it's yeah. just released like probably across console it, you know there's gonna be important issues it was silly things like you can't you can activate your um, your teleport points while in co-op, mm-hmm. but a statue of the seven you can't. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some some quality of life improvements to be brought forward. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, it's pretty good. I'm, they haven't done a bad job at all. Um, I would like to see it where it's a uniform thing. So either you share the stuff or you don't share it. One or the other, mm-hmm. and not kind of share a little bit of this, share a little bit of that, don't share that. It just but it shares the loot from the enemies, right? Well, that's um, individual loot, isn't it? It's instant loot. Yeah. So. so well, no, I'm talking about the ones that are on the like in the world. 
like just hanging out in the world the ones that they the ones that drop stuff oh you share is that. that is that shared yeah oh, was it so like no 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 like you get your own i get my own yeah so it's instance yeah it's instance based yeah so, so you got instance based loot um so i don't know why they couldn't do like the instant based uh materials and things like that well yeah Theory. i don't know interesting and I think it's all based. I think it's all based on they don't want people going in, getting a chest, and then going in their world, getting the same chest. Possibly. I mean, I can understand the chests. Yeah. That I understand. But in terms of the materials around the world, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've taken advantage of that. So, at one point, I had to make a sword. I was trying to make a sword, a claymore for Beto. And I needed, I think it was like 50 crystal chunks. <laughs> so what I did, I got all the crystal chunks I could find in my world, right? So then I went through the co-op list and just started spamming request to join all the way down until somebody accepted it. <laughs> when they accepted it, I went to their world, stole their crystal chunks, went to the co-op list, spamming extra request to join, did it again, and just kept doing it just to get rid- <laughs> just to get my crystal chunks. I would steal other people's crystal chunks. You're a disgrace. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's just it, though. It's like you can do that without an issue, and I'm not sure when they actually respawn. I'm not sure the respawn rate on the crystal rocks and the iron rocks and stuff like that. I mean, we don't know for sure that they do respawn. Yeah, do they do. I they just do. don't know the time limit. Well, all I know is that I've been burning through this story quest to try and get in, not really collected too much. And you come to my world, you're stealing all my fruit. I'm like, hey, I got nothing here. Stop stealing yeah. my fruit. Yeah, I am not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> you definitely too. Like when you play and when you're doing your co-op, you definitely want to join the lowest adventure rank because then it's gonna scale it to that person's adventure rank. It's gonna scale the world to that adventure rank. So you don't want the higher adventure rank to be the host because then the lower adventure rank not gonna have any fun because they're gonna be harder enemies. Well, I don't know, because so, we went to Ireland, they're level 32, and I was 20 and not even ascended yet. But it's, ba- like it's based on your world level. Like, right now, you're on world level 1 or 0? Uh, I don't remember. Zero, zero, one, one. Okay. So, I'm on world level 2. That's what I'm trying to get at. So, if I'm on world level 2 and he joins me, he's going to have a huge problem. Because the world bosses, for me, are like 46. Gotcha. So, yeah. So I that's like the fact that the world bosses are quite mechanic based. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not just a case of going hack and slash and you're done. If you don't follow certain mechanics, you're just going to die or you're not going to be able to, the boss is going to heal themselves up, things like that. I like that aspect of it. I think that's really I nicely done. S- I soloed the world bosses last night. Did you? Yep. I went back after you got off and Paige and Hannah got off and I jumped in because I needed it for an adventure book. The adventure book objectives. I had to solo the Rubik's Cubes, the angry Rubik's Cubes. Gotcha. I had to yep. do it single-handedly. There's a, there's a, so. set, a, set, a set of bosses um, which I have nicknamed the aggressive Rubik's Cubes. That's exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. But they're probably the most mechanic-based ones. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I like that because usually when you like going back to how it's kind of it was originally a mobile game, mobile games are, are generally quite simplistic. There's not loads of big mechanic based things going on in mobile games. But the fact that you had these mechanics where if you didn't do this in this boss fight, then the boss is just going to heal back up to full health. Right. Things like I like that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it, it forces you to work together, and I love that. So it's really, like I said, I had to solo them. But the thing is, is like when you're solo, you can play four characters in your lineup, but you have to switch in between them. Mm-hmm. So I had to do that. And the first one I did, you're not going to believe this, dude. The first one I did was Geo. Okay. And relatively easy. Once we figured out the mechanic of destroying all the rocks that it puts out right off the rip. And also having a two-hander. Once we realized, actually, two-hander is the thing that does the most damage here, not even an element. Yeah. Well, see, that's just it. Most of my lineup's two-handed. Ah, see there you two, go. Yeah. Two of the characters I have are two-handed. So I think when we done that boss originally, I was the only person with a two-hander. Yeah, and so, I was healing. So... Uh-huh. There was nothing I could have really done. And I was the lowest level to literally yeah. uh, not even got the stuff to ascend yet. So I was yeah. level like 16 adventure rank, level 20, new character, literally just unlocked it. No, uh, my weapon wasn't even 20 yet. And uh, I think we all died at least twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, because I was the only one that could really damage those rocks because I was the only one with a two-hander. Mm-hmm. But I went and did it solo and had the two two-hands and it was was not bad at all. I didn't die. I didn't even come close. So whenever I got like down to half health, I'd switch to Barbara and just hit the rock. Even though I wasn't doing damage, I was healing everybody else with Barbara. So it works. I quite like the, the mechanic of the wind one where um, yes. he puts like, those wind tunnels up and you actually have to mm-hmm. fly up and collect these little tokens. Yeah. These little icons floating. Um so yeah there's there's a lot of it even though it looks like the same boss as in it's a, an aggressive rubik's cube but they're a different element and the mechanics are different so yeah. it's not you know you can get things can get very very repetitive if you're not careful uh, right but the fact they haven't got that kind of re- repetitivity going on i quite like there are there are differences and about 1 1 a.m last night uh lucky go on lucky got on and you all know Lucky from the first podcast. Shout out, Lucky. He jumped on, and he was like, I need to... And he was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, dude, we need to run some bosses, because you're going to need it for ascending your characters. You're going to need the bo- the bosses' uh, drops. So we were in through, and did you know there is a fire flower? I did. So do you mean a boss? Yeah. Fire. No, I didn't know. I thought you meant just like the fire flower. I've seen the fire flower. We we uh, we fought the, the ice, ice one. the ice yeah. one. We fought the fire one. Good lord! And then there's also a water boss that you fight in the middle of a lake on a platform, and it flies. The only way to kill it are these little things that it spawns in. So you have to kill the little things that spawn in to even hurt the monster. That's interesting because there's some just out in the world. You know, there's those flying orbs that float around a lot, and then will finally slam on the ground. But you could tell if you haven't got a ranged character, 
you're literally most of the fight you're waiting around for them to slam on the ground but they slam on the ground more often by doing yeah. more damage to them yeah so there's some bosses that just i imagine that boss would be very easy if you had a ranged character and it was uh that's just it and like i said it never lands this thing never lands it's like a little bird it kind of looks it looks it looks like a phoenix but it's water gotcha. so, so if you don't have a ranged character you're kind of screwed you yeah I mean, even though it spawns the little minions and that's how you kill it, sometimes it spawns flying minions. So, interesting. That's, yeah. So, for the water character, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Like, when you're fighting this water boss, it's a blessing and a curse because you want to use electric against water, right? But you're standing in water. So, it's going to hurt you, too. Gotcha. That's interesting. So, yeah. Do you know one thing I'd really like to see him add? What's that? Is a weapon swap. So every character has kind of, say, a melee and a ranged. It's funny you say that. So do you remember, remember me telling you about Child, or Child, C-H-I-L-D-E? Do you remember me telling you about him? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this guy has dual daggers and a bow. And he's going to be one of the characters in the November 11th update. Mm, so, what, so you can switch between the two? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play that. Uh, Lucky said that they're going to experiment that with him. Who knows? That'd be uh, that's something I would I would like to see is um, weapon swap, like mid battle. Yeah, battle. Yeah. So let's be honest. Most RPGs, you have the ability to swap weapons. Yeah. Um, as well as you have other tools. I know you got abilities and things like that. But yeah, I would like to see like a weapon swap involved in there, just to add some complexity to it, um, or just the ease of having range and melee i know there's another weapon to level up etc then but um that's something i, w- I would like to see I think. yeah when you when you come across child in the story you'll see him and be like i want him because he's an ice character too and he's he's kind of cool looking interesting but anything else you need to talk about i think that's it man i was say is uh hit us up on twitter twitter is at grit show capital g capital s no spaces uh, hit us up on Twitch at The Grit Show. We stream uh, most nights. Most nights, yeah. Pretty much every uh, night at the minute. Well, I kind of fell off this week. I didn't stream every night, but... Well, we need to... I'm trying to. That. Yeah. I'm trying to. Um, we'll probably be streaming straight after this podcast, to be honest. But yeah, so we catch us on the stream. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Um, let us know your your opinions. You know, what we've, what we've spoken about. Is there, Do you have a different opinion to us? Do you agree with us? Is there anything you want us to cover? Um, let us come out anything. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you find out a glitch or that you think everybody would get a kick out of. Let us know, we'll bring it Absolutely. up. Find a funny video, let us know. Let us know, link it to us. Absolutely, we'll be happy to uh to talk about that. Um, yeah. hope everyone has a good night or a good right. morning, depending on when you listen, <laughs> depending on where you're at. All right, I've been your host, I am Daniel Sun, I am DJ Lloyd, and we will see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.